by prophets of God. I'm so thankful for it. I must have 25 sharp, razor sharp prophets around my life. And I get continuous words from them every single day. Surround yourself with the counsel of the wise. Mm-hmm. That's some good advice, huh? Can you imagine surrounding yourself with worldly people that just get their information from secular news? What kind of advice would they give you? Or like, from a newspaper or from their human education? You gotta get it from God, man. God, not man. <laughs> you gotta get it from God and not man. And I know it's hard for people to understand and just come to grips with the reality that man's righteousness is filthy rags, but get over it, it's the truth anyhow. We offer God nothing, he offers us salvation. What are you going to give God? He's the creator of everything on earth. He's the creator of everything. He made the heavens and the earth in the beginning. By the word of God, the worlds were formed, it is written. Worlds, plural. Multiple worlds. Yeah, you got the natural world and you got the spirit world. You know, we look up into the sky and we see the stars and we go into the spirit world or we see the kingdoms of the fallen angels, galaxies. Oh yeah, and the influence of Satan and his angels are different in every nation, and that's why every nation is kind of at envy and strife towards other nations, because that's how the galaxies of the fallen angels are toward each other. Satan is already a kingdom divided. Principalities war against other principalities. We were just talking about it during worship, how we used to have partners with Red Letter Ministries all over Canada, all over Europe, all over Australia and New Zealand and every single one is dried up for except just a couple Norway is more on fire than ever before you can really tell by broadcasting what nations are not submitted to the principalities you know because you have to rise above the demonic influence of the heavenly sphere the spiritual wickedness in high places and just say that's a bunch of crap I'm not submitting to those principalities of the fallen angels of fallen star systems and galaxies and the influence of religion and the influence of sorcery into my brain you know get stuff get gagged we bind you in chains and cast you to hell I'm breaking through and serving God the Father perfectly in the third heaven in the kingdom I'm gonna wear the overcomers crown of life and the nations that have broken through the heavenly sphere into the mind of Christ they're stronger than ever you know you look at some of these warriors that have broken through the principalities I mean, that is the challenge, to put on the full armor of God and stand against all spiritual wickedness. Ephesians, right? Ephesians 6. And who can stand in the day of the Lord? Who can stand in the absolute hate of Satan and all the manipulation and all the lies that are constantly forced into your brain from Satan's stars? Well, if you have the helmet of salvation on, none of that can even get into your brain. But if you're still connected to the world and you got your brain and your brain stub like cables and cords like Neo in a tub of goo in the Matrix, you're a worldly Christian. I just got a book here and uh, a friend of mine that I've been ministering to at the gym recommended it and he said that he got death threats from 
you know, powerful, elite, billionaire-class people when he wrote this book because it was exposing so much of the wickedness of the devil and the Illuminati and the, the elite billionaire class and the Bilderberg group and their influence in secret society and their influence over the nations and their influence over Christians like their slave race in the world. And, and it says that in the book, 98% of the Christians are worldly and can be used in Satan's army because they're still got fear in their heart. If you got fear in your heart, you can't serve God. You can't even serve him a little bit. <laughs> you can't serve God even if you got a heart connected to things in the earth and the world. I mean, that is the first requirement that you have a clean heart, a pure heart, that your heart's not attached to idols and you're not connected to cables and cords of things in the world. And in the book that this brother recommended, Satan himself said that 98% of Christians, born again, Chandravakindriandri Christians, are controlled and manipulated by demons, and only 2% walk in actual holiness that aren't influenced by Satan's stars, because there's so much idolatry, and it's mainly because of the love of money. When you're operating in fear, Satan has total control over your life. And when you're operating in faith, or the anointing, God the Father has total control of your life. And only 2% of Christians, about 1 or 2 billion Christians in the world, only 2% of them walk by faith in the anointing. 98% walk by fear and worldliness and are still controlled by Satan. So that's why it's just such a tremendous battle, because we're not only battling Satan and his angels and all the demons and the elemental spiritual forces of wickedness were also warring against our own Christian race, the royal race, the kingdom race, and the Bible calls it a race because you're born of the Spirit, born again. The born again Christian is a race of beings, the sons and daughters of God. You've been born of the Holy Spirit. You're actually a regenerated spirit class being that looks in your spirit exactly like God the Father, but our heads are so full of Satan's stars into our brains that even though we're born again, were used like slaves in the world system of Babylon the Great. And that's why this is called an exodus, because that's exactly how the Israelites were in captivity to the Egyptians. And, you know, and, and they just beat their backs and said, you're going to produce twice as many bricks with half as much rations. And that's how the demons are towards the 98% of the Christians worldwide that are not holy. It's not going to get easier for you. It will get much, much worse because you're born of the Spirit. You're a child of God, but your brain is influenced by Satan's stars and you're carnally minded, led by human reasoning instead of the illogical anointing that's nonsensical that overrides all the natural law. And these people are just going to get... It's going to get worse. It's going to get... And by worse, I mean the pressure of, of the natural realm of Satan's stars is going to be upon your brain in a much more severe way. And that will force you into repentance. I tell you the truth, it's the only way to get the Christians out of being carnal. If there were any other way, we've tried it. We've sent the fishers. There's been fishers of men saying, come into the kingdom, come into the throne zone, come out of her, my people, for years and years and years, like a clarion trumpet call. 
and they wouldn't come because they think the little steeple and the cap of their human system is as high as it goes and you haven't even entered the kingdom at all. The kingdom is above human pyramids. And by human pyramids, it means everything built with human ability and human reasoning and human strength. The kingdom is 100% divine, and you're led by the, the anointing, the Spirit of God that leads you into all truth, and it surpasses your human heart, it surpasses your human mind, will, and emotions, and it surpasses your human abilities, and you begin to live the divine life of Christ above the pyramids of humanity. I tell you the truth, these are the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, what were there? You can look at the scuba divers. I love watching the Discovery Channel when they go down and discover ancient civilization underwater. Every single city they found underwater has a pyramid in it, 100% of the time. That's what existed in the days of Noah. We had a friend that just saw a vision that shared recently. They saw the Great Pyramid in Egypt drowned. And that symbolizes all of humans, all of humanity's power and control over spirit life. See, every human being is a spirit, but the fall is being submitted to the flesh. And the resurrection is actually the resurrection of your spirit over the flesh, wearing the crown of life so that no flesh has jurisdiction or government over your spirit. That's what the resurrection of the dead is being in the resurrection and living above the dead, yet still in the body. It says in Philippians, I believe that's Philippians chapter 3. We shared that Saturday on Facebook and Twitter. And you can be in the body, but be fully raised from the dead, because the resurrection is about the heart and the mind, the inward adornment of the hidden person of the heart. The inward adornment of the hidden person of the heart. God sees the heart. He sees your spirit life. He sees if there is any guile in you, any lust, any adultery, any love of money, anything. I mean, we are only tricking ourselves. Get right in your heart before God today. And it's as simple as laying hands on your heart. Anointed one, Lord Christ, consume my whole heart. I give you everything in my heart. I don't want to trust in the natural realm anymore and be a hypocrite. I don't want to pretend like I'm a Christian, yet there's no Christ leadership. I'm just still led by my human reasoning. And there is tons of anointing to help every one of you be energized in your spirit to overcome the terrible, horrible, demonic leadership of human reasoning and human logic, which is so diabolical, it leads you to destruction 100% of the time. Scripture clearly says that the carnal mind wars against the spirit. Where's your spirit? Well, the spiritual mind, guess what? It blazes through all carnal minds, and that's what's begun. That's what's happened here. <laughs> The morning star has risen in our heart, which is the throne of God. <laughs> You've had the throne in God, the throne of God in you since the day you first believed in Jesus. It's not out there in Satan's stars that fell from heaven. Stop serving Satan, okay? Serve Christ in you and realize the glory. And the throne of God, which is the bright morning star, the white throne judgment seat of Christ, rises in your heart, through your soul, and takes the heavenly sphere back from all the principalities and powers of the heavenly of the heavenly realm 
so that you become a dome and a covering of Isaiah chapter 4 verse 5 of not just the city, but the entire nation and the entire earth. And that's what the sons of God bring. We are a principality or a prince of peace or a government of peace and of the increase of his government, which is the rise of the morning star in our hearts, there shall be no end. It goes up higher and it spreads out wider and it's a dome of love. Isaiah 4, 5 says it's a covering of protection and a dome of love so that the sun can no longer strike you. S-U-N. So you can't be struck by sorcery and be influenced by demonic witchcraft of externalism of Satan's stars in your brains. You're protecting all human souls right here in the brain realm in the helmet of salvation because you've so overcome the world and have so manifested the morning star from your heart that it goes straight up into the heavens and covers your region with the bright morning star, which is the white throne judgment seat of Christ, so that it's reigning Christ and protecting all flesh by Christ, and you and your heart life, the purity of your heart, is the covering influence of the region. That's what sonship is. That's what manifesting the Son of God is, birthing the divine child, 1 Timothy 2.15, Amplified Classic, that's what that is. You manifest His throne through your bodies. Now your bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit the Almighty? The Holy Spirit is the most powerful spirit. There's no spirit even close. Problem is, we have so little faith, we don't even know about His abilities. And most of us are still trying to lead our lives by human reasoning. We're, we're influenced by our education instead of our intoxication. You know, you're going to be led by your education into hell or led by your intoxication into heaven on earth. Choose this day which tree in the garden you serve, the tree of knowledge, which is your education, or the tree of life, which is your intoxication, God's Holy Spirit, sent perfectly for 2,000 years to intoxicate the world out of their human reasoning. Human reasoning is the tree of knowledge. That's why so many people go to hell and wide is the path to destruction. <laughs> Narrow is the path to eternal life because so few trust in this unknown, unpredictable God that's so weird, it's like being on an acid trip, you know? It's, he's not religious at all and so people get so weirded out when they come into the glory and get so uncomfortable. People tell me that every week for 10 years of ministry, they're just intensely uncomfortable being around me because I'm eating their, hum their human nature right out of their hearts and minds with the Lion of Judah. I mean, they're like, it, it hurts and it's almost painful. I'm like, well, if you just give your heart and your mind, will, and emotions to Christ, it'll turn into bliss. It'll turn into peace. It's only painful because you're resisting. <laughs> If you actually yield to the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit today, it becomes very, very enjoyable. It becomes the same enjoyment of the ecstasy of all the saints of the cloud of witnesses that they're currently experiencing. You have the same realm of the archangels. Michael, Raphael, Uriel, Gabriel. You have that same realm of God the Father's glory in your heart and through your mind. It's only hard because you resist your human nature being eaten by the fire of God. <laughs> when we stop resisting and we give up our human reasoning, we get up, give up our education, and we just fully yield to the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and bam, let Him be leadership, and we just get out of the way, we go on autopilot. We're carried by the anointing. It's true. We go on the adventure of our lives. 
you know, you can just see Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, you know, and The Hobbit, you know, he's so relent, so scared and so relentless and he doesn't want to go on the adventure because he's scared of the dragon, the red dragon in the mountain that's got all his treasures, you know, that's got his promised land. I can't beat up a demon, you know, I'm just a little unbeliever, a little dirty sinner, still struggling with pornography, still struggling with slavery to money and fears, and then it's like, do you know who you are yet, son and daughter of the Most High God? You know, and the sons of God are thundering through your hearts and minds, shaking the bride of Christ to awaken to full spirituality. Awaken to your divine royalty. Awaken to the power of God. Awaken to your rule and reign, bride of Christ, worldwide. That's what the sons of God command through all flesh worldwide. That your spirit awaken and overtake your lying, deceived brain. Where was he crucified? The place of the skull. Because that's the only thing that fights you. Satan's only influence is through your skull. That's why Jesus Christ was crucified at Golgotha, which in English means the place of the skull. He crucified the power of the brain so you wouldn't be ma manipulated by Satan's stars anymore. Starlight is what comes into the brain. It's the tree of knowledge, and you run a natural light in your brain instead of glory light from your spirit. That's why many of you are cursed. So let the glory light in your spirit cast out all the natural light in your brain, and you'll be instantly delivered from every disease, every curse, every sickness, and all the power of the evil one will flee today in the name of Jesus Christ. If you want to sow into that word, donate at rhythmin.com and be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Bam.